0: You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber
1: and Cordell Stewart. Let's spotlight key injuries around the league with our injury analyst, Will Carroll, Media Relations Director for Modus Global. Well, let's start in Green Bay, take you back to four years ago, Aaron Rodgers, cracked his left collarbone, missed seven starts, came back for the regular season finale, won that game to go to the postseason. What's the outlook this year with a broken right collarbone?
0: It's going to be a little bit different. Now, we know he's going to heal up. He's going to be fine. The surgery makes sure that that bone stays in place. The difference is the side, and that does make a difference here. Obviously, he is a right-handed quarterback. When he was braced up, and if you've ever broken your collarbone, if you know anybody that had a uh, broken collarbone, they basically strap it across your chest. And believe me, if you've ever done it, you know that you want it there. You don't want to budge. You don't want to do anything. It feels very good there until that bone heals up. Uh, so you know, when he had it on the left side, You can obviously do a lot of things with your right arm. Keep it strong, keep it loose, keep that range of motion, even throw a little bit. He's not going to be able to do that. And he's not going to be able to do that for three to four weeks, even with the surgery. All this is going to do is make sure it heals properly. It's not going to make it heal any faster. It's not going to make it any stronger. It's plating a bone, not turning him into the $6 million man, because, frankly, he costs a lot more than that. (laughs) He's going to be able to come back. The question is the timing. It'll be safe for him to come back at about that 8 to 10-week mark. It's going to be the function. How quickly is he going to go from not throwing for a month or more to throwing the way that an Aaron Rodgers does? And that's going to be the open question, the real challenge for him and the rehab staff. Well, give me a, give me a sense on Cliff Averill. I know sometimes you, you have a multitude of injuries that the league are really careful with, when, especially like your head and, and things of yeah. that nature. But the neck for Cliff Averill? Yeah, these, these you have to be ultra careful with because, you know, a lot of times, well, first off, you'll see an injury like Tyreek Hill where it's, it's a head injury is what you see, but it's the neck that moves. You know, if, if you don't have a concussion, you might have a neck injury in many cases, and people think this is a way of covering it up. But the fact is, you know, the neck gets torqued around. It's got to try to hold the head on. Uh, And certainly you don't want it to to fail at that. Uh, With Cliff, you've got to worry about anything relating to the spine, whether it's Derek Carr with that lower back injury, but especially with a cervical injury, you've got to make sure things are stable. You've got to make sure things are safe. You've got to make sure those nerves aren't entrapped because if you think back to Peyton Manning. Uh, he was safe to go out there. The question is whether those nerves would regenerate enough for him to throw. Uh, same thing for a player like Averill. He's got to use his arms. He can't run out there uh, you know, at 80%. So getting him back safe, getting him back functional is absolutely the key. And anytime you get the spine involved, it adds that extra element of carefulness that you have to have.
1: Injury analyst Will Carroll is our guest on the NFL on in. Will, what can you tell us about the shoulder ailment Golden Tate is dealing with earlier in that game on Sunday in New Orleans prior to getting hurt? He had a spectacular touchdown. Look good flipping into the end zone.
0: Yeah, exactly. Great flip. Uh, but once again, shoulders have fallen out. And we're seeing this with receivers some, but we're seeing this more with quarterbacks. If you think about James Winston, Tom Brady with the, the non-throwing shoulder, uh, Tony Romo a couple years with collarbone, Aaron Rodgers last week with collarbone, or even Andrew Locke a couple years ago uh, with what led to his labrum and labrum surgery, this is the same kind of motion. These players are getting driven into the turf, often with someone on top of them, additional force from the run to hit. Uh, And the shoulder is simply not protected. Yeah, you have the big shoulder pads, but those are for impact with another player, kind of the old uh, running back pad level kind of thing. You think about Earl Campbell with those big shoulder pads and lowering them. It doesn't protect the shoulder at all. And that's what's happening with all of these injuries. The shoulder is being driven into the turf, and something is giving in. You know, if your arm's extended, you're probably going to break your collarbone. If you roll over it, you're, you're going to tear something inside, the shoulder capsule or, or the labrum. Or if, you get, or if it rolls backwards, you're going to open up between the collarbone and the shoulder, what's called the, the acromioclavicular joint, uh, the AC joint. That's why you see the AC sprain in so many of these cases. There's no pad. There's no, I don't know, anything shy of Tony Stark popping out of an Iron Man suit for these guys just isn't <laughs> going to protect them. There's simply no way in the current game of football to protect these players, short of saying flag football on quarterbacks, but then again, we're going to leave guys like Golden Tate. It's an AC sprain. This It's a functional injury now. Uh, the pain can take care of, and players can normally play through that. The question is whether he can reach up and catch the ball. Uh, When you see shoulder injuries on receivers or tight ends, you always worry about how functional their arms are for blocking and for reaching up. And if a player can't go up for a ball, uh, that gets their quarterback in trouble really, really fast. Speaking of quarterbacks, Teddy Bridgewater, sound like he's back. Give me your take on how soon do you expect him to be back in the game considering that he's clear to practice and be a part of things. Uh, Give me your take on that considering he had a, a torn ACL. Well, it was more than a torn ACL. I mean, he very – that that was an injury that literally could have cost him his life. If there had been a vascular injury when his his knee dislocated, he could have bled out right there. And the medical staff there with the Vikings, Eric and his staff, Uh, it didn't have that, but you have to treat it like it did. There was no nerve damage. There was no vascular damage. Teddy got a little bit lucky, but mostly had great care, and he's had great rehab. The fact that he's able to come back is pretty impressive. Uh, All credit to to the Vikings medical staff and to Teddy. Now what we're going to see is just how functional he is. Players come back from this. Uh, Players come back from ACLs. Players come back from broken legs. Uh, it's a question of function. How much is he going to have to adjust in the short term? I remember when Paul George came back from his devastating leg injury, uh, you could visibly see from across the court that one leg was bigger than the other. We saw that with Teddy when he first came back. And now this year he's looked a lot better. You saw him moving around during camp. Uh, there was absolutely no problem. So I think Teddy's going to be back. Now the question is, mentally, is he back? Is he? You know, how, how much has he seen... Uh, that he's going to have to get back up to game speed. Uh, I think that's going to come quick. So, you know, if Sam Bradford can't get healthy, they might not have to worry about it because Teddy Bridgewater, I think, is going to be back quickly. Uh, They were hoping they wouldn't have to play him this year, but if they do, I think they're going to learn that he's uh, the quarterback they, they knew they had.
1: He's Cordell Stewart. I'm Brian Weber chatting with Will Carroll on the NFL on TuneIn. Will, you've given us a lot of insights related to Andrew Luck. What inferences do you draw from the announcement that he is now going to have the cortisone shot? He's going to have a rest period. Do you think they shut him down for the rest of the season?
0: No, no. A cortisone shot is an anti-inflammatory. And a lot of people have said, well, they're just trying to change time. You don't have a cortisone shot just for the of it you have a cortisone shot because there's inflammation and they think something's going on inside the shoulder. Now, he started to tune it up last week. We saw him throwing the ball deep. Uh, We saw him throwing the ball more. So it's a chance there's something as simple as a bursitis in there as he starts to tune it up. We see this often with pitchers that a guy will come back uh, and they're fine, they're fine at 75%, 80%, 90%, and then they start to go full speed And it starts to act up again, that until they get to that game speed, let alone collisions in football, uh, it's just not the same. So the fact that it swelled up a little bit is problematic. You certainly don't want to see that. But it's not horrible. Uh, This isn't that they immediately saw that something was broken, that one of the anchors had come loose. This is like, ah, we see a little inflammation. Let's give him a shot, give him a little time off, and see how it goes. As long as we see him back throwing the ball next week, I'm not going to worry about this at all. It's one of those little bumps in the road. Well, we had a chance to see Jameis Winston come off the field and be replaced by Ryan Fitzpatrick because of a shoulder injury. Uh, How bad is it for Jameis Winston? Not bad. Uh, As I said before, we're seeing more and more of these shoulders injuries. We saw it with Tom Brady in the non-throwing shoulder. Same thing with Jameis. He landed on that shoulder. It opened up uh, and has that mild AC sprain. Uh, The best thing for them to do is keep him upright. Uh, But unfortunately in the modern NFL, that doesn't happen too often. So he, They're going to have to manage the pain. Uh, They're going to have to manage keeping him in a place where he can succeed, but it's not going to alter his throwing, and I doubt it's going to keep him off the field.
1: Well, as always, we appreciate the information. Thank you for the time. We'll chat with you next Thursday here on the NFL on TuneIn. Thanks
0: a lot, guys.